You are listening to The Real Men Feel Show with Andy Grant. Real Men Feel encourages men to allow and express all of their emotions. Despite what you may have been taught, all emotions do serve you. Real Men Feel is committed to engaging in discussions that most men aren't having. All links mentioned in each episode are in the show notes found on the blog at realmenfeel.org. Now, let's get into this week's show. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Real Men Feel. This is your host, Andy Grant. And Real Men Feel, I, I like to think of it as, as a home for conversations that most men aren't having but really should. And today is one of those conversations. I can think of two times in my life that I have talked about my penis with another man. One was when my dad gave me the sex talk at like age 12 or 13. And another was in a men's group where part of the weekend, uh, I, I think they actually we called it cock talk. And people talked about their penis and their comfort or discomfort or whatever. And but that's been it. And I've been around for a lot of years and it's been twice. So, you know, I perhaps like you, I've see, I get spam every day, uh, junk mail folder overflowing. And a lot of it is about erectile dysfunction and male enhancement and all these kind of phrases that um, make me have a really low opinion of, of the field. So I don't know what's real, what isn't, I don't know what's work. Cause again, it, it just fills my junk mail. So it's hard for me to have much faith in it. But a man that does have faith and experiences that is our guest today. And I'm really excited to have this talk. We're going to have yeah, real men feel talking about our dicks today. <laughs> but uh, our guest today is AJ Big Al Afaro. He's a recognized leader in the male enhancement industry. For more than 20 years, he's helped men in an area that they are most often not comfortable seeking help about. AJ is the founder and lead coach at maleenhancementcoach.com. He specializes in helping men increase their sexual health with programs for both the body and the mind. So welcome, Al. Thank you for having me, Andy. Oh, I just butchered that. Welcome, AJ. <laughs> I am tongue-tied. Is this my own nervousness talking, having penis talk here? This is bizarre. Well, How you yeah, definitely I'm doing pretty well on yourself. Cool. And you're, you're in Florida, is that right? Yes, yeah, Central Florida. Cool. All right. So... You know, let's get, let's cut the phrases out of the way. Let's get rid of the polite talk. What exactly is meant by male enhancement? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I know that you mentioned seeing a lot of spams on emails. Uh, uh, male enhancement is generally described uh, as, uh, you know, just it, you want to enhance every aspect of your manhood, not just your penis, but we are, we're talking about sexual confidence. Uh, performance. There's definitely a psychology behind it. Uh, so, I mean, when people say, male, when you talk about male enhancement emails and things of that nature, uh, a lot of what you're seeing is pills and, and uh, things like that. Uh, yeah. But what we're referring to is actual training exercises that you perform. Uh, some of the exercises uh, are covered by the mainstream. Uh, some are not, but uh, they do work. Uh, a lot of the information is out there on the internet, uh, so I mean, it's, it's it's something that if you're interested in, uh, it's out there if you want to if you want to look for it and educate yourself on it. Yeah, I imagine. So if if I dared like search for this, it, I I you know I've looked at my so just in the last two days, I had ten e ten emails in my junk mail folder that said male enhancement in the subject line. Uh, another oh. dozen said rock hard, and you know it just kept going on and on. So to to dare to navigate that in the world and try to decide, you know what's a scam and what's actually beneficial and, and, or that there are exercises there, there's like a, a, there's a physical routine to, 
to, to, to treat your penis like another appendage that can be built kind of naturally. So is that where you're coming from? Uh, pretty much so. Uh, I mean, the penis, uh, it's actually, the penis is composed of smooth muscle tissue and ligaments and they can be expanded. It's not like you would train the biceps in your chest. We're not talking about uh, contractile tissue. We're talking about uh, a, it's a, passive, uh, a passive form of training. It's probably better compared to something like yoga. Uh, there are some muscular contraction elements, like in exercises with the Kegels. Uh, the Kegels, that's, that's a widely known exercise. Uh, even doctors recommend that for uh, incontinence uh, for men and women, but it can also be used to uh, uh, help develop ejaculatory control and uh, you know, increasing the hardness of the penis, resolving any issues with venous sufficiency, insufficiency, I should say. Okay, so it's it's a lot more than just Mr. Big Cream. It's a lot more than size. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah. There's, there's definitely exercises involved, huh. and uh, there is a science behind it. Cool. So, and I've got to ask, so how did you end up in in this line of work? That's a good question. Uh, I started on the internet in the mid 1990s, uh, and I started with a bodybuilding manual. Uh, you can still see the remnants of the site, uh, the of the book on naturalsize.com. I no longer own that publication, but I wrote it. Uh, and when I started, one of the things that I was doing was research into the media at the time, you know, mostly a lot of magazines. Uh, and what I discovered in those magazines was there were a lot of advertisements for uh, uh, surgeries and devices. And because the, the program that I was offering, the bodybuilding program I was offering, uh, was based on natural uh, training methods, you know, drug-free training I was thinking it would be a good complement to offer uh, something in the in the realm of natural penis enlargement. You know, penis enlargement not having to rely on uh, uh, surgery or even devices. So I started studying, uh, tested some of the techniques on myself. I found that there really wasn't too much out there about it. Uh, and uh, I mean, I, I was I was fascinated by the results. Uh, it worked really well. And uh, I just started talking about it. Uh, and then I, when I started promoting uh, the enlargement courses of bonus, uh, the, the reaction was incredible. I, for every 10 emails I'd get, maybe nine of them were asking about uh, the enlargement bonus. So uh, I started just, you know, started focusing my efforts on that because that, that just seemed to be what, uh, uh, what, what the guys were interested in. So, and it, it definitely evolved from there because it's, you know, it's, it's a lot more than enlargement uh i think that was probably the big thing in the in the 90s and maybe the early 2000s but there's a lot more to it now there's a you know we're talking about uh you know increasing hardness stamina sexual confidence there's also uh you know issues with things like pornography addiction that's something that you know, was uh almost unheard of not too long ago and that's you know you had a whole generation of young men who have grown up with that uh, and you know so it's a lot a lot of uh it's, it's a it does uh, cover a, a pretty broad umbrella of subjects. And d- did you use or investigate the supplements and such, or you decided, no, I didn't, I, I wasn't going to try these? Um, I, I really didn't mess with that too much. I mean, I've experimented with different, uh, you know, supplements for, for performance and libido, uh, but mostly what I focused on was, uh, was exercise. Cool. And something that I want to preface too is that uh, you know what's really important. You know, we, we really stress the importance of health. Uh, you know, this type of training it's not a substitute for uh, you know a healthy lifestyle. I mean, if, if you have you know if, if you're 
if you're not fit, you know, if, if your cardiovascular system is very poor, you're going to have problems. I mean, that's, you know, one of the things that we advise guys, if, you know, and I get asked this a lot, you know, what's the best type of training that you can uh, perform in conjunction with male enhancement training? And I have to say it's cardiovascular exercise. I mean, it makes sense. You know, you, you know healthy heart, strong circulatory system that is going to uh, carry over into your, your sexual performance. Uh, also, there's a psychology behind it, and you know, thing I make clear to a lot of guys is that, you uh, know, and, and I can understand. You know, there's, you know, some guys come to me and they're very, uh, you know, anxious, you know, not satisfied with themselves. Uh, but uh, it's one of those things where this type of training, if you're not, if you don't approach it from the proper perspective, can do more harm than good. So it's definitely not a substitute for mental hygiene. Uh, you know, someone comes to me and they're, you know, suicidal or something like that. It, it's definitely uh, not something I would recommend to them. You know, it's okay. something you want to, you know, you want to make sure that, you know, whatever issues you have, they're manageable uh, and you can approach, you know, your training from a healthy perspective. That's going to maximize the results. It's going to make sure that you, that you get the most out of training, you enjoy your training and, uh, you know, you don't make things worse. So is, is that warning because you've had the experience of, of, uh, men so upset that perhaps they're pondering suicide and they think, well, if, if only my penis was bigger, then everything would be different in my life. Exactly. And that's, uh, you know, when you're coming in it from that perspective, chances are that, you know, there's, there's a, a lot more wrong uh, than your penis size. And, and I do understand too, because, uh, you know, I've talked with a lot of guys and there's horror stories out there. You have guys who have been uh, in situations where they've had, you know, bad sexual experiences, even uh, a sexual partner who you know, may have said negative things to them. I mean, that, that's a common thing and that could be devastating. And I understand that. And I definitely have a lot of compassion uh, uh, for men in that scenario. Uh, but then, you know, it, it really, really all comes down to, uh, and this is one of the things that I stress with this type of training. I don't go into it too much with clients because it's, it's kind of a deep subject, uh, but it really all comes down to the ego. Uh, if you are, you know, approaching this, uh, you know, merely to satisfy your ego, you know, you, you really, I'm not going to say you can't succeed with it, but you're just really not going to get the most out of it. You know, I, I think that this type of training uh, is, is best used to learn how to transcend your limitations. You, know, you start in the physical realm and you work on uh, to the mental and higher realms. Uh, you know, you learn to, to you, you, you do this and, and you can, uh, you know, and you teach yourself how to transcend limitations that, you know, others, probably didn't know existed uh, when it comes to things like that. You know, you, you adjust your mindset, you learn to operate from, uh, you know, with mastery of the ego instead of being slave to it. Uh, so that's, uh, that's really important. It's, it's something that, uh, you know, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a, I'm, I'm not a psychologist. Uh, so, I mean, the advice I get has to be from a layman's perspective, uh, but it does make sense. I mean, you know, you're not, you know, you don't want to get into this type of training because someone else is unhappy. You know, because then, you know, the, the motivation behind that training is going to be negative. Not only that, but, you know, that person, you're going to you're going to have negative feelings towards them as much as you might care for them. Uh, because, you know, from your perspective, this person doesn't think that you're worthy. So uh, it, it's it, 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 it can be tough. Uh, and, and I tell guys, uh, you know, that's why I try to make sure that, uh, uh, you know, the clients that I do, except for coaching, are those that are approaching training from a positive perspective. Uh, or at least, you know, from a, from a point to where whatever issues they have are manageable. Uh, and that's, that's what I think makes the, you know, for, 
good training. Yeah, and I'm I'm really glad that you you brought that up because it really sounds like you kind of bring the mm, a really holistic approach to yes. penis enlargement and other holistic programs I've heard of certainly don't mention the penis. So it, it's pointing out like, wow, that, that, that kind of is eliminated from all sorts of other self-improvement and spiritual growth or physical yeah. improvement. And just, wow. Yeah. That we don't, don't, that doesn't get mentioned. It, it's something, well, it's something that uh, it's for the most part taboo to discuss, but if you think about it, uh, you know, I think there's very, it, and I think as a man, you could probably understand that there's, you know, there's very few things that can cause us, uh, distress is having issues uh, with you know just just in the sexual realm. You know if you don't if you don't feel like you can perform as a man, I mean that's that's going to affect you. Right. Uh, and that's you know obviously it's not something that's uh, widely discussed, uh, but it is something and it's something important. If uh, you know it's it's you know how many of us are slaves to our sex drives or feel that we're inferior? Or how many of us uh, approach a relationship from an egoist perspective? and say, uh, you know, well, you know, my, my goal is just to have sex, and then the relationship comes later, and things like that, uh, because you're doing it to try to prove something to yourself. And, but, you know, when you, when you achieve a certain level of self-mastery, you no longer need to do that. You know, you achieve a whole different perspective on things, uh, and, you know, not only your training, but, you know, the choices, lifestyle choices you make are not going to be based on, uh, on the ego from a higher perspective. Yeah, because even even the terms used in the industry had me a little concerned, and like male enhancement and your manhood, and like it makes it seem like yeah, you as a man, you you're, you're not a man, you're a penis. That like that's all that matters about you. And so I'm really glad that your that your approach, your the psychology that you help guide people through, is to realize, yeah, you're more than your penis, and you can oh, work on your penis. But yeah. Cool. yeah. So, have you ever met a man happy? with his penis size? Uh, you'd be surprised. I think a lot of guys, uh, you know, start this training not because they feel inferior, but it's just, it's something they want to do. I mean, they, uh, it's, it's, you know, you could be happy with yourself and say, well, uh, I'm happy with myself, but I can do better. Hmm. Uh, it, 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 you, it doesn't have to be seen from the uh, perspective of something negative or especially self-loathing. Uh, you know, because, you know, you mentioned you go to the gym. I, you know, I go to the gym, too. I mean, uh, it's one of those things where, you know, you, you may be happy with your physical performance now, but that doesn't mean that, uh, you know, two, three years down the line, you don't want to be performing better. Hmm. So that's, a, I think that's a good way of looking at it. Okay. Because so, I, I asked that because I, I, I knew I had one friend who was larger than average. And as word spread through college, he kind of felt like he was just a piece of meat. Like girls wanted to see him just because they heard he had a big penis. And like, and so it was weird that, that the other end of the spectrum also had some, a psychological toll. So, so can someone, can you be too big? Is, is kind of, is there a danger in an identification uh, with size or? I think, well, I, as far as too big, I do think that's a personal, uh, you know, that, that would be a personal choice. Uh, I mean, uh, if, you, if you can get to the point to where you say 12 inches, I mean, are you, are you going to use that for sexual contact? I mean, it's, it's something where I, you know, I, I surely there's, uh, I guess, a good range, you know, like a healthy range. Uh, now, you know, that being said, there are guys out there who are motivated to be, you know, as big as possible, the biggest in the world. And, you know, and that's, that's their own business. That's their own, uh, 
you know, I'm not going to tell them, uh, you know, you shouldn't do that. Uh, but yet, you know, you, you keep in mind too. And I, and I know it's very easy to, uh, uh, you know, fall into you know, perhaps popular thinking that, you know, the bigger, the better, but you know, obviously there does come a point where, you know, it can be too much, you know, you can, you know, you can cause harm to your sexual partner uh, if you're very large and especially if you're not using it carefully. So, uh, you know, there's definitely, you know, there's definitely a, there could definitely be a point to where it's just, uh, you know, where too much is just, you know, not even diminishing returns. It's just, it would just be uh, unwieldy. Pointless, yeah. All right, and uh, I wonder, is there a uh, a predominant age or age range when kind of men seek out help? Uh, that's an excellent question. I mean, I I get uh, you know I get clients from all age ranges. Uh, I would say probably more towards uh, you know men in their twenties or so. You know, guys that are really just trying to uh, you know figure things out. You know, the, a lot of them are, you know, in the, you know they're, they're out in the world now as adults. Uh, a lot of these guys, they don't have any uh, experience. You know, they have very little experience or the experience, they do, you know, whatever education they've gotten, it's been uh, from, from unhealthy sources. You know, I get a lot of guys who, uh, you know, they, they get their instructions from things like pornography, mm. you know, and then and that's the, you know, that's a very unrealistic, uh, uh, it's a very unrealistic type of thing to model yourself after, especially if you're talking about, uh, you know, sex and, and, you know, very much so if you're talking about, uh, you know, having some kind of a relationship, an intimate relationship with someone that goes beyond, uh, say, a one night stand or something. Uh, you know, if you're imitating what you see in the movies, a lot of that, you know, and, and a lot of pornography is, you know, not, not, not to consult any of the actors or, or, uh, uh, or the the genre, but you know a lot of it is based on you know it's kind of like a, like a, a lowest common denominator type of thing. It's you know very you know very much uh, about the optics, hmm. uh, you know not so much on the human emotion involved. So uh, you know that that you take that out of the equation, and and it's not just men. You, know, you have a lot of women who think that they have to act like a porn star in order to uh, uh, to satisfy their men. Hmm. So you know that's that's uh, you know you take the emotion you take the emotion out of the equation and. Uh, what I found that's very interesting uh, is that these guys are suffering for it. Uh, you know, very, very common uh, complaint that I get from guys, uh, you know, guys who are you know, mostly, you know, usually single guys who are out, you know, and they want to, uh, you know, just, just have one night stands or things like that. And they suffer over it. It's like, well, you know, I want to be able to do this and, you know, uh, be girl, I'm not, you know, I don't want to, you know, I'm not interested in a serious relationship. And that's, you know, that's fine to each their own. Uh, but then I asked a question. I said, well, you know, I said, you know, you, you're putting yourself in this uh, anguish about, you know, not being able to function. But, you, you know, and, you know, if you don't care about the person you're, you're considering having sex with, then why are you, why are you so anguished? And then the question that comes up is, you know, they're not, they're, they're, they are, you know, insecure with themselves. You know, they're functioning from, from a very low uh, ego perspective. And uh, until you can get out of that kind of thinking, you're going to have problems. It's one of those things where, uh, you know, that's, that's why I tell guys who have serious issues about this kind of training is that, you know, you, you, you can cause negative conditioning. You know, you approach your training with a negative mindset. The penis does not function well uh, with negative emotions. It's not like, you know, your biceps or your chest. I mean, you know, you will, you can be upset, uh, afraid of whatnot. You will your biceps to curl and it's, it's, it's going to curl the weight. You know, you, you can't force your penis get erect you know you have to encourage it 
so uh, you know, did you approach uh, sex or love making uh, with that type of mindset? You're going to have problems, and and, and the problem is that uh, every subsequent event, whether that be training or a sexual encounter, is just uh, you know that's just you know further negatively conditioning yourself. So that's why it's very very important. I make I make uh, you know mindset a very very large part of this type of training. Yeah. And I'm, again, I'm really glad you do. And um, that it's not just feeding the lowest common denominator. It's not just feeding a, a, a broken dysfunctional ego by, yeah, I'm miserable. All I am is my dick. And oh, good. Now my dick's bigger. So now my misery is bigger. I mean, it, it can just have so many yeah, distorted I mean, it's, effects. Uh, you know, the, the, the problems haven't gone away. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you, I mean, let's say, let's just theoretically, if you can, if you can solve that problem by having a bigger penis, I mean, the problems have not gone away. You, you might think they have, but, uh, you know, deep down inside, you know, whatever made you feel bad about yourself is, is, is very likely still there. So that's why I say, you know, this is not, you know, this type of training is not uh, a substitute for, for mental hygiene. You know, if you're very emotionally distressed, uh, you know, very self-loathing, you, know, you, you are much better off working on, uh, more important aspects of yourself first before getting into this, this kind of training. Cool. Because uh, one thing I see a lot of guys, you know, they get into it and they're, you know, they're very upset with themselves. They go into their training with that negative mindset. And they, like I mentioned before, you have that negative conditioning effect that happens every time you train. It's, it's like a, you know, a, you know, or negative sexual counter. You know, imagine uh, you, you get a guy who is not very sexually experienced. Is it, you know, he's approaching a sexual encounter. He's kind of anxious. Things go badly. And now he's upset. Now he's scared. He has another encounter. He's already going into it with that added fear. He fails again, and it just it gets worse and worse and worse. So you know the, the key is to uh, you know take a step back and try to approach things for, uh, from a more objective uh, point of view, which can be very difficult, uh, especially when we're talking about things like sex. But uh, if one is trapped in that vicious cycle, uh, that's what has to happen you, you have to be able to get yourself out of it because you have some guys who spend uh years or even the rest of their life uh, afraid of, of having another uh, negative experience because of that so so women can and society and everything openly talks about breast enhancement and lip enhancement even butt enhancement yet i don't see much talk around male enhancement so wh- it's, why, it's why do you think that is? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, uh, I, I don't want to sound conspiratorial, but uh, there, you know, that's a very fundamental aspect of a man's psyche. And, and yeah, you know, with a different hat on, I could say, you know, if, if you improve, you know, you improve your your performance and your size, you you can feel better about yourself as long as you're doing everything else uh, that you're supposed to do that that comes with it. Uh, you know, we're talking about your virility. You know, how you feel about yourself uh, as a man. So, uh, you know, I, I would really like to, I mean, it would be interesting to have an answer to that. But, uh, you know, I guess it has to, uh, some people conflate uh, uh, the penis with power. You know, when you think about how, uh, you know, you have all this, you know, phallic symbolism, you know, that, that goes back, you know, ancient. Because, you know, the, you know, the phallus is a sign of true power. I mean, that, that, like I mentioned before, have an erection. It's not, it's not just enough about to be strong physically, but you have to have, that you know have a mindset that's unencumbered enough to allow you to perform naturally. That's uh, that's where that power comes from, and, and you know some people attribute uh, negative connotations to that power. You know, I guess uh, you know whatever 
whatever uh, body of entities you know that, that want to uh, you know see men you know weakened or debased, I guess if you can put it, well, you know those, those are probably the same uh, types of entities that are uh, you know opposed to men improving themselves in that capacity. Hmm. You know if, if they exist. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So have you had, I imagine you have, have you had challenges overcoming kind of the snake oil reputation with so much spam and scams as you try to go out into the world with coaching and books? Yes, I have. And that's, that's one of the reasons why I try, you know, for, you know, ever since I've started, I've tried to have a very strong uh, presence in the forums. I mean, uh, most, you know, I, I don't do any heavy advertising on my own. It's really a lot of it's word of mouth or, you know, I have uh, you know, affiliates who sign up and they are, uh, promote uh, either the book or the coaching that way but uh you know i i like to uh you know i, I and i and i tell guys this too i said you know there's a there the information is out there uh, and in the forums that i participate on i mean and i, t- I tell guys you know uh, don't worry about the coaching you know you're the coaching is that that can come later i said you know, educate yourself learn about the, you know, learn about these techniques try them out on your own and, and you know see if they work for you and if it's something that you you know if, you try it, you like it, you find that it's uh, it's worthy. Then uh, you know those those are the type of those, those are the type of clients I want. I, you know, I I really uh, uh, you know try to emphasize uh, education when it comes to uh, uh, to the type of service that I do. So so being in this forums and being in groups of of, of guys looking uh, for for enhancement to increase their size, what what are some of the common mistakes you you find people making? Uh, definitely approaching it with the mindset of thinking more is better. Uh, I tell guys, uh, you know, first off, you know, it, it's kind of a disclaimer thing, you know, make sure that, uh, you know, you have a thorough checkup before you get started, just like with any other type of training, you know, if there's something wrong, uh, you know, whether, you know, or, you know physically or, or organically, metabolically, uh, and metabolically, whatever, uh, you know, you want to make sure that you get that taken care of before you. Uh, start a new training and then when you do start always err on the side of caution always start extremely light uh training form whatever exercise you're performing you want to make sure to perform that with uh uh, you know the the best form possible you know you don't want to build a foundation on on faulty form because uh you know best case scenario you just you make less gains you know worst case scenario you can hurt yourself but you definitely want to ease into this type of training uh, if your erection quality is poor, you, you know, it, it's best to focus on that first before you get uh, into any enlargement exercises. So, you know, that's a, you know, I have a criteria that I use with, uh, with clients when they sign up and I have them, uh, you know, fill out their new client interview and I ask a, a series of questions. And one of them is, uh, you know, describing their erection quality, uh, you know, and sexual self-confidence. Uh, those are two very big factors that, that uh, you know, can tell and tell me, you know, whether or not a trainee is ready for a full routine or whether they need to start with something a bit more remedial uh, to make sure that they, uh, they really develop that solid foundation that they can build on. And, and how does a male enhancement coach work with clients? Is, is it in person? Is it, can someone be anywhere in the no. world? Uh, it's, it's, it's anywhere in the world. Most of my communication is via email. Uh, you know, I have a, a premium client service where, uh, you know, I chat with them on the phone. Or I might do Skype. It's, it's you know usually not any kind of a live thing. You know, most most men value their privacy, uh, and, and I can understand that. So, uh, but you know, it's, it's essentially what, what happens when a client signs up for the service. Uh, they're instructed to fill out uh, a, what we call a new client interview. It's essentially a baseline question, and then based on 
their response is that's where, you know, either I will come up with a routine for them or uh, I'll follow up with more questions. And, uh, you know, these clients are instructed to uh, keep their training in a journal that I have on the site. You know, I have a journal for every uh, individual member and I use that journal. I regularly check their journals to, uh, uh, to make sure that they're sticking to their training. Of course, there's, there's definitely, uh, you know, email communication back and forth with the premium clients. There's uh, regular phone calls uh, as they need them. Uh, so, yeah, it, it's not one of those things where, you know, here's a routine, uh, you know, have a good time. You know, it's, it's, you know, I really want to make sure that these guys are doing uh, what they're supposed to and getting the most out of it. You know, uh, if, if things are going well, they might need just a little nudge here and there to, uh, to make sure that they're doing the right thing. Things are going poorly, obviously, then that uh, uh, merits a bit more of a training overhaul. But uh, you know, definitely, you know, the communication, the journal, you know, all of that, it's just really about using all of these tools together to try to make sure that these guys are getting the most out of their uh, training experience. Hmm. So you mentioned training and routines. So uh, is there kind of an average uh, routine of like how many minutes per day or is it stretches and exercise? Like how, how yeah, similar well, to personal uh, training? Uh, there are some similarities there. For example, uh, you know, uh, there's a gen- I mean, there's generic routines, but the thing about this type of training is that it is individualized. Uh, you know, like I can give out general templates of things, but uh, as someone evolves with their training as weeks go by and I use the data from their journal, uh, and it's not just the, you know, the, the, you know, what exercises they're doing, how many reps or how many minutes. Uh, there's a lot of other data in there too, like, you know, erection quality, you know, regular measurements that you're taking, uh, you know, sexual confidence, libido. Uh, all of those things come into play. And, it, you know, based on those factors, you know, that's how I adjust the training and make sure you know, it's customized uh, to uh, not only the client's goals, but also uh, to the, their abilities. And are there any sort of typical results that your clients get that you can share? Uh, well, I would say that there's a, we did conduct a client study some years back. Uh, I, I could send you a link to that. It's over six of my clients. Uh, and these are best gainers. And, you know, you had some guys making, uh, you know, like an average of an inch in, you know, three months or so, a half inch to an inch in length. Uh, girth is a little harder to come by, but, you know, for every, you know, it, just like the formula of a cylinder, I mean, you know, a very small uh, girth increase, you know, it's, it's going to be a disproportionately uh, uh, large volumetric increase. So, you know, even a half inch gain in girth, I mean, that's, that's huge. You know, that, that can make a, a very huge difference and the amount of volume you have. And uh, like how quickly do, does a client start seeing gains and a difference? Well, uh, the first gains to be expected would be what we call, you know, EQ or erection quality gain, you know, gains in, uh, you know, just improvement of the hardness uh, and the stamina. Then what you'll start noticing is a flaccid gains. Uh, you know, your penis will be a large, it'll, it'll appear larger in flaccid state. Uh, and then, which you should be seeing after that comes measurable uh, erect gains. You know, I, I do say, you know, you, you, I instruct clients to measure about every two weeks. Uh, usually by the fourth week, you want to see some kind of satisfactory improvement. Hmm. If you haven't seen any satisfactory improvement by then, then there's something amiss. And could that be that the client isn't doing the work that they're saying or just different, different exercises, different techniques would be tried or? 
Yeah, well, I mean, there's, there could be there could be a, there's definitely a you know a lot of factors at play. I mean, uh, you know, physical condition, like I mentioned before. I mean, if, if you have a guy who's you know very in a very poor level of fitness, you know, poor dietary habits, and they're going to have a lot harder time gaining than someone who stay is a triathlete who watches what they eat and very heart healthy. Uh, you know, it's also the type of training they do. You know, based on uh, the results, when you know, I give that generic. Uh, uh, template to some guys, you know, that you be, uh, I don't know anything about their training history. It's more of like a, like a test. You know, training is very much like a scientific experiment. You know, you, give, you, you set up the, uh, uh, you know, you have to control, you set up the variables, and then you test things out and, you know, you alter a variable here, you alter a variable there and see how things go with that. And if uh, certain alterations lead to improvements, we keep going in that direction. And if, if the alterations lead to nothing or negative results, we scrap that and we, uh, approach it from another angle but, you know it definitely uh, definitely has a lot to do with uh you know the feedback i get from them yeah. uh, not just from our communication via email but uh, uh from their training journals cool so yeah so n- my my penis can't be healthier than the rest of uh, me <laughs> it can't be yes that's very that's very much so okay and our our improvements and gains made are are they permanent or will they stop if i stop the routine or well, we have uh, we have what's called a process cementing. Essentially, once you achieve your goals, you taper off your training. Uh, you taper off the volume of your training. Uh, what you do need to do, though, is make sure you are maintaining a high level of erection quality. Uh, this is, I mean, you know, if, if you you know you you make your tra- you know you do your training, you make your gains, and all of a sudden you decide, well, now I'm going to lead a couch potato lifestyle. You know, you're going to atrophy. It's just like, I mean, you know, it's, it's now it's a lot easier to maintain, uh, you know, penis size gains than it is with, say, like, you know, bodybuilding type gains. Uh, you know, as long as you're getting regular uh, rock hard erections and you're encouraging that through either through uh, stamina specific training or, I mean, the best form of uh, a stamina specific training you can perform is, you know, live vigorous sexual activity. And if you're very, you know, if you're, if you're very active in that capacity, that in and of itself should be sufficient to help you uh, to maintain your gains. And can and it's really all about keeping those tissues stretched, the ligaments, the fascia, tunica, making sure that they remain, you know, that, that they're stretched frequently so that you maintain that, uh, that size. Hmm. And can someone be too old or too young to take on the routine? Uh, well, I don't, uh, I don't counsel anyone under 18 years of age. So, uh, you know, and I don't suggest that to anyone under 18 years of age. Uh, now, as far as too old, I mean, I've, you know, I've, I've had conversations with men in their seventies, uh, who have, uh, you know, made progress in the program. So I guess it's, yeah. uh, it's really all about just, you know, as long as they're able to train, uh, you know, some gains should be possible. Hmm. You know, I mean, granted, there are other factors that work. I mean, if someone is very sick, uh, you know, I wouldn't expect them to make, uh, the same type of gains as someone who's healthy. Uh, but you know, you, you work with what you've got. And aside, aside from, from size and stamina and erection quality, how else does a man going through this program, how, what other effects show up in their life? Uh, well, the, I think the most notable effect is, uh, you know, those, those the, you know, the unseen effects, you know, the, uh, the effect on the psyche, you know, like uh, how you feel about yourself, you know, be and I get a lot of guys that tell me that it's like, you know, it's like, wow, I, I didn't think this thing, this was possible. And you feel like you can do anything. Uh, you know, you transcend limitations. You know, I have guys who, uh, uh, you, you know, may have had, 
issues with performance, you know, like performance anxiety, and then they overcome that. And what's interesting is that there's a pretty common theme amongst these type of men is that they have a level of perspective that they didn't have before. It's almost like uh, they've been immunized in a sense from that fear. It's like, you know, it, it's, it's almost like, you know, when you're, when you're little and you're afraid of the dark and then you realize there's nothing to be afraid of, it, you master that aspect of yourself. And to, for these guys to feel like, wow, you know, I can perform, I am worthy enough to, to have a, a healthy sex life, you know, I don't have to worry about that anymore. You know, I, I can do, you know, I, I can, I can uh, perform with anyone who will have me. Uh, and so that's a good feeling as opposed to feeling, well, I'm not good enough. Uh, is this person going to think this and that? You're not preoccupied with, uh, uh, with those negative thoughts. I mean, that's, that's a burden, you know, it's a burden for a lot of men. You know, and I'm just like, I imagine, you know, women have their own uh, concerns about, uh, you know, their appearance or you know, any perceptions that they might, uh, I think other people have them. So, you know, men have that too, just, uh, you know, just about, you know, different things, superficially different things, but, uh, you know, nonetheless, they're different. And are you familiar with any research that, that shows that a, a, an improved sex life continues contributes to a happier life overall or even a longer life? Uh, there's, there's definitely studies on that. And, uh, you know, you, you talk about doctors who recommend, uh, you know, staying sexually active for as long as you can, uh, as long as you're able to. I mean, that's, uh, you know, that's a big part of, uh, of, uh, you know, human beings life, uh, you know, not, not to use sex as, uh, you know, for, for anything, but, you know, to, to just experience it. It's a joyful experience. I mean, you were someone you love, you care about your, uh, you know, you're intimate with each other, you know, you're exchanging, you know, uh, you know, deeper feelings than just about any other uh, type of scenario you can imagine. Uh, you know, you're both, you know, you're both naked before each other. I mean, that's, uh, uh, you know, that, that's a pretty deep experience. And, uh, you know, most people, you know, like sex. Uh, so, I mean, if, if, you, if you can perform well at it, you don't have to be in a, you know, encumbered by, uh, you know, negative self uh perceptions i mean that uh that can go a long way towards making you uh, you know making you happier you know and, and granted it's not so much that that that, that in and of itself is going to increase happiness as much as you know it is just taking away the negative and that from there you can build towards uh, uh more happiness hmm. now uh your your latest book is called the ultimate guide to male enhancement so so tell me a little bit about what what you're covering in the book yeah. uh what i've tried to do is i tried to uh condense my experiences with, uh, you know, with my clients and, and the things I've learned into that book. Uh, not just, of course, not just the enlargement aspect, but also, you know, the development of, uh, you know, sexual stamina, you know, ejaculatory control, uh, self, uh, you know, sexual confidence. Uh, you know, we discuss a lot of uh, other issues that might come up. Uh, you know, some guys have issues with things like curvatures and, uh, uh, things that we go into that as well. There's a lot of discussion on uh, physical health. Uh, I even have some routines in there for, you know, just, you know, a physical exercise, you know, outside of a uh, male enhancement, you know, uh, talking about gym-based exercise, you know, discussion on nutrition, supplements, device-based training. That's, uh, uh, that's an alternative for a lot of guys who don't, you know, most of the exercise that I recommend uh, uh, with the coaching are manual, uh, you know, essentially you perform with your hands, but, uh, you know, there are uh, devices that you can use, you know, pumps and extenders. I mean, if you use those correctly, uh, they can work really well. Hmm. And, uh, you know, I, I have some uh, some content from other authors, you know, uh, other guys that I've worked with in the field who have uh, uh, 
uh, added to the book. So, uh, you know, I, I've really tried to put uh, you know, my heart into it. Uh, you know, thankfully, those who've read it have had good things to say about it. Hmm. So, so can men make gains in their manhood uh, with the book alone? Or is it meant to be, is, is this helping clients of the coaching program? Or how, how is it intended uh, well, to well, I, I think that the book can, can definitely give you, uh, it's a guide, you know, the ultimate guide. So, I mean, you know, if you, you follow the, uh, all the lessons in the book, there's, you know, there's no reason why you shouldn't be able to, uh, to make games. And, you know, coaching isn't for everyone. Uh, you know, if, if you're the type of guy who likes, uh, you know, it, you know, for example, you know, you go to the gym, you know, you might feel like, well, I want uh, uh, a condensed experience. I want someone to guide me. I mean, well, that's, that's, uh, that's what coaching is for, you know, whether it be uh, like coaching, coaching in the gym or coaching for, uh, for this purpose. But, you know, a lot of guys are self-starters who just, you know, don't like the idea of a coach and, you know, guys who, you know, and that's the mindset then, you know, the book sh- should give you, I definitely should give you the fundamentals on how to uh, how to get started, mm. at the very least. Mm. Cool. And I wonder how how and if has, has your own mindset changed in in working with men over the, the last almost twenty years on this? Uh, well, I, I'd say I guess the best way to describe this is humbled. You know, uh, uh, you know, known some guys for a long time. You know, you see the arc the, the arcs that their that their lives take. I've had you know, some guys who, you know, come to me miserable with all sorts of, uh, you know, just talking about all sorts of issues and whatnot. You know, even guys that I can't coach because they're in a position where, you know, there's really, they should be starting them. But then, you know, as time goes by, they start uh, getting a little more confidence and they have, you know, what I, what I like to describe with some of these guys in particular is that epiphany moment. They realize, uh, it's like, wow, you know, all of this time and, and energy wasted in, and thinking negatively about myself when, you know, I had the, the, the power within me the whole time to, to do what I needed to do. And you realize that and it changes your perspective. Uh, and, you know, you, you apply it to, you know, you help other guys with their issues. And, and you see that a lot on the forums. That's, that's one of the reasons why I love the forums. You see a lot of guys there, uh, you know, they're, they're not being paid to be there. They're just, you know, they're there and they're all free time and they're, uh, you know, they're helping guys out. They're, they're, they're trying to teach them, you know, and follow in their footsteps and the, of the success they made and you see that happening you see that uh uh you see that happening you know it, it, it's, it's just like a you know passing it on so it's being uh, paying it forward i think yeah. cool and uh is there is there one thing top of mind that you wish more men knew about this subject or anything uh, i think it's that uh you know, it. You know, the mind and your willpower have a lot more uh, influence in, in your life than you think it does. Mm-hmm. You know, I think a lot of people feel hopeless, and, and it's interesting how you know, as 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 society gets more technologically advanced, uh, some of us are are at risk of throwing away that uh, you know that that hard fought uh, heritage. You know, we we fought our way to the top of the food chain, and it's very easy to just. I think, well, now I can sit back and have, you know, computers or whatever do all the stuff for me. And I think that that could, that could be potentially dangerous because, uh, uh, you know, it, it does take away a sense of self-sufficiency. So, I mean, and, you know, the work, you have to do the work, you know, you can't expect other people to do, you know, your most fundamental work for you. Uh, you know, and, and I think that applies to a lot of things, you know, I mean, uh, you know, where there's coaching, I think a, a very popular one, and I think this is, uh, you know, in, in the Venn diagram of things, there are, uh, you know, certain crossovers with things like marriage counseling. It's like, you know, you could get a couple 
they go to a marriage counselor and, uh, you know, the marriage counselor sees what's wrong, gives them, gives them particular instructions, tells them, you know, these are certain limitations that you have to establish with each other. You don't cross certain boundaries with each other, uh, uh, you know, boundaries of, of, of respect. And, you know, these guys, they, you know, these, uh, these couples, they go back home and then they start fighting with each other, cursing each other out. It's like they learn nothing, you know, and then you, you know, the, the marriage counselor can't do anything more than advise you. You know, just like the coaching, the book, I can, you know, I can't do anything more than advise a client. You know, they have to do the work. Uh, when you put into the work, you get results. Cool. Yeah. And again, true with anything. And there you go. And you, you learn there's fundamental things. And I, I, you know, I come across men who, who have no structure and even something as simple as a routine, you know, a male enhancement routine where the structure you're doing, you know, you, you, you're going from step one to step two to step three and so forth. And you're doing it, you know, X amount of times a week, you know, you have a schedule that you follow, you, uh, uh, you know, that's self-discipline and uh, that's lacking. So, I mean, even something as little as that uh, can make a huge difference, especially when you start seeing results. And, and, and these are results that, you know, you are uh, causing for yourself with your own hard work. Yeah. So there's, there's gotta be, uh, again, a level of accomplishment and reward that, that I imagine, you know, some guys didn't expect. Exactly. You know, I mean, you, you get a lot of guys, and again, it's, it's understandable that there'd be a, a doubts, uh, you know, you get into this and you think, well, does this really work? And then when you, you, know, you try it out and you start seeing those changes, I mean, especially those, those first EQ changes, you know, like the guys, you know, guys who, uh, you know, talk about, you know, guys who start getting older, you know, they don't have morning wood like they used to, or they're just, unable to maintain their erections like they used to, and they start performing these exercises, and all of a sudden, they start, you know, within a couple of weeks, they start noticing that difference. It's like, hey, you know, you know what's going on here? Hmm. Uh, and that, you know, that first uh, inclination that, you know, hey, this, this might actually work, you know, let me build on that, and let me keep going with it, and, and you keep, you know, you keep, you know, setting the bar higher and higher and higher for yourself, and you, you know, years pass, and you, look, you know, if you look back from that, that peak that you put yourself on, you see, look how far I've come. Cool. Is, is there anything you've learned that you, you wish you had learned at a younger age? Uh, well, uh, I think there's a lot of, uh, a lot of lessons I, you know, uh, that I've learned just from other guys, you know, just, you know, as a coach, I'm, I'm much more of an observer. And so I wouldn't be where I'm at today without, uh, you know, these guys, uh, you know, experimenting on themselves and, uh, you know, giving feedback and just, you know, it's amazing how, you know, guys from all different sorts of backgrounds and, uh, you know, scenarios and positions and whatnot, how they, how they can uh, partake in something like this and uh, make changes. And I think, uh, you know, the, the, it would have been nice to know certain things uh, when I was younger, especially, you know, you know, even outside of the whole, uh, you know, male enhancement field, but, you know, something related to it is just that, uh, you know, that, that knowledge that, uh, you know, you don't have to, uh, you know, see yourself as less than, you know, you, you, know, you have the uh, ability to make the changes you want, you know, through your own hard work, through your own you know, application of willpower. Hmm. And uh, in the book, the Ultimate Guide to Male Enhancement, you talk about that men can become multi-orgasmic. So tell me a little yes. bit about that. Well, uh, that, that's, uh, what's interesting is that that happens to a lot of guys uh, accidentally almost like a, <laughs> is a very popular exercise and I consider this probably the best uh, exercise you can perform. It's called a stop and start. It's also known as edging. It's essentially, it's, it's essentially what it is. It's very controlled. 
masturbation. You're attempting to stimulate what you'd expect to uh, feel during a sexual encounter. Now, now if you're if you're sexually active and you want to perform these techniques with uh, with your partner, that works even better. Um, but you know, for someone who doesn't have that much control or who doesn't have is not sexually active at that time, uh, the manual version can, can at least get you started. And uh, you know, the initial you know the the first goal of this exercise is you know you want to try to get it to twenty to twenty five minutes. You know, even if and I say this with a different hat on because I know when, when I talk about form for the other exercises, that doesn't necessarily apply to this one because, you know, you know, you go from zero to 20 to 25 minutes, you know, there's probably going to be periods where your direction starts to fade or, or you have to stop or whatnot. Uh, but once you get to that point, you, you reach a certain threshold. And what's interesting is that that 20 to 25 minute mark, that applies to a lot of other things. Uh, if you're familiar with endurance training, uh, you probably know that, you know, if you can't, let's, let's just use running, for example, you know, until you get to the point where you can run for 20 to 25 minutes straight, uh, chances are you're going to get out. You know, like, like you, you, know, you, you hit that barrier a lot sooner, but once you hit that threshold, you, you hit, uh, it's like you, you reach a new level of, uh, of ability to where you can just keep sustaining that activity uh, for, for a lot longer. And, you know, it's very much like that with, uh, with this type of training. So, you know, the first goal would be to master that temporal aspect. Then we start focusing on uh, the aspects of hardness and ejaculatory control. And the ejaculatory control part is where we start uh, uh, getting into multiple male orgasm. Uh, there's an exercise that we call the Kegel. It's a very popular exercise. Uh, essentially what you're doing is, uh, you know, I, I recommend performing with an erection where, and this exercise, what you do is you simulate uh, holding back the flow of urine. And the same muscles that you contract for that, uh, that causes the penis to, uh, uh, to, to rise, you know, contract, so speak, and, and, you know, and, and the, the penis itself expands, you know, hyper expands with, uh, uh, with blood, you know, but the, but the penis itself can, it contracts upwards. Uh, but uh, now a well-timed Kegel uh, can, you know, it, perform the conjunction with that exercise can either accelerate or allow you to hold back your orgasm, but there's that space in between there where if you, you know you kegel at just the right time, you can induce what's called the dry orgasm. That's where you orgasm but without ejaculation. Now that's very difficult to do at first. It'd be very difficult to do at first, and a lot of times it happens in an accident, and it's not a very smooth process. But then what happens is once you start uh, experimenting in that realm, you start uh, you know it's like anything, it's like any other type of conditioning, you know, like you know. Uh, you don't have to think about it anymore. You just you, you go by the feel of the sensation. Well, now I have to do this, and you know it it, it becomes more of an automatic function, and then it gets to the point where uh, you can uh, you know you time that kegel just right, uh, allow yourself to have that dry orgasm. You you know you have uh, a feeling of orgasm with little or no ejaculation, and your penis stays hard. Hmm. So so all right, where can people buy this book? Uh, well, they can go to ultimatemaleenhancement.com. That's ultimate-male-enhancement.com. Cool. And where can people learn more about you and, and the coaching you offer? Is it the same site or something else? Uh, that's a different site. It's at maleenhancementcoach.com. Cool. I'm also a, a popular fixture at forums like pegym.com and uh, mattersofsize.com. 
you know, and I think, you know, if someone is really interested in this, but they're kind of on the fence about whether or not to start, I think the forums are an excellent place to start. There's, there, is, I mean, there's a lot of information and I've been privileged to go to, to be able to see how uh, this, this niche has developed. And when I first started, there was almost nothing out there. Now uh, there's so much information about it. I mean, if you know where to look, uh, that can be, it can be confusing, but there's, you know, you go to these sites and uh, you, know, you read the pin threads and whatnot and how to get started. And, uh, and, and you'll learn how to, you learn how to get started with the process, you know, even without, uh, you know, if you want, if you want the coaching of the book, I'm here for you. But uh, if you want to do it on your own, you, you definitely, the tools are there for you to do so. Hmm. Right. So, so you're not, you're not claiming to have invented something new. You've just done the investigative work and gathered all of I'm not reinventing the wheel. You know, I've done nothing more than, you know, I may have, you know, come up with a few exercises here and there, but I mean, a lot of these, you know, the, the concepts, I mean, they, they, they were, uh, they were proven by the guys who, who, who done the training, made the games. Cool. And well, that's, that's how you say it's just, you know, some of human knowledge, you know, that's what you're seeing in these forums. Right. Awesome. Uh, is there anything else you want to share, AJ? I just want to thank you for having me on. And uh, I think it's been a, it's been a great, very interesting conversation. And, uh, um, you know, just thanks. Thanks for having me. Right. Yeah. I like, I, again, I, I, uh, I, I came in here very uneducated on the whole thing. Just again, going by spam and, uh, you know, pills and creams and spices and all that kind of stuff coming at me for years and years. Um, so I, I feel like I've learned a lot. Um, and I'm, I'm going to check out the book and, you know, Thank uh, you. so, uh, yeah, I'll definitely, I'll let people, uh, maybe I shouldn't say that. I might let people know about my experience. I'll say that. <laughs> if you need any help, just let me know. I'll do my best to guide you. Cool. And, uh, yeah, so thanks for your time, AJ. Thanks for putting all this work out there. And, and, and thanks for, again, in these forums and in, and in your, in your business, um, having conversations that most men aren't having, but you know, probably all should be. Thank you so much. Cool. So wherever you're discovering Real Men Feel, uh, give us a like, a subscribe, uh, check in with your penis over time, right? <laughs> you know, realize that you are man- more than your manhood, but that that is, uh, you know, it's an important part of you. And, and you can change any aspect of you. If there's any part of you that you're not happy with, there's, there's something that you, you can do about it. And I think that's pretty cool. All right. Feel everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to Real Men Feel. Reach out to us at realmenfeel at gmail.com. Learn more about Andy Grant at theandygrant.com. Until next time, visit realmenfeel.org or the Real Men Feel Facebook group and share what you thought of this episode. Please give this podcast a review on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever you are discovering Real Men Feel.